What's up, folks, and welcome back to the Shituke Podcast. As always, I'm your main host, Shannon. Joining me this week is our co-host, Mamats Mamats. Say what's up to the people. It's part two, baby. Let's go. That's right. That's right. That's right. It is time for part two of our first flash of spring 2023. Too many anime coming out, so we had to do it. We had to spread it over two episodes. Oh my. In case you missed it, go back and watch the last or listen to the last podcast. So you can see what we mm-hmm. thought about those shows, the first eight. Now we have our final eight. And we are we're not doing the question of the week. We're just gonna dive in so we can try to get through these as fast as possible for you guys. So you're not sitting here listening to me drone on and on and on, even though you do that every week. Um once again, all, all synopsis, all synopses, synopses, synopsis, all synopses. It's not a synopsis, it's not Greek. Uh, all synopses <laughs> will be coming from myanimalist.net. I'm saying this so you don't have to hear me say it once, and you don't have to hear me say it every single time I read a synopsis. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, we are going to just dump, we're going to jump right into this list and get this going. So the first show on our list for part two, and God, I wish this show wasn't on this list. It is Maho Shoujo Magical Destroyer. Synopsis goes like this. In 2008, the Japanese government began hunting people who identify as otaku in an effort to protect the country's culture. In just one week, the enforcement agency known as the SSC captured almost every otaku by force and confiscated their memorabilia. One passionate man calling himself Otaku Hero refused to allow this agency to do as they please. He raises a resistance a resistance army made up of other displaced geeks who band together to take who ah, ah, I can't read nothing today. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my tongue's <laughs> all over the place. He raises a resistance army made up of other displaced geeks who band together to help defend their culture. Three years later, the fires of rebellion wane as all hope seems lost for otakus. Spurred on by his ally, the magical girl Anarchy, Otaku Hero commands the resistance in an effort to reunite Anarchy with the other two magical girls, Blue and Pink. By combining the power of this trio, the resistance may be able to defeat the SSC and save otaku culture for everyone. That is Maho Shoujo Magical Destroyers. What did you give the show, Mats? I will give it 5.5. This is not great. You are generous as fuck. I gave this shit a 2. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's straight to dumps of wire. There we are. <laughs> oh, it was, it was so close. It was so close. I mean, to uh, be honest, um, this is far worse than the one hit sister kill? Really now? It was. Yes, wow. it was. So I uh, so wow. I wrote notes for most of this stuff because of how many shows we're watching. My notes, and I understand exactly why I said these notes too. It says yeah, show makes yeah. no sense. The storytelling yep, is agreed. all over the place. Mm-hmm. Is there magic? Is there not? Why are the character? Why is this character so op but useless before the actual fight takes place? Terrible yeah. kill the kill wannabe. Just no. <laughs> They are trying to like um jump on the nostalgia f- factor, you know, the magical stuff, like magical it, girl stuff. They are trying to go. It is, but it's it's trying to be like kill a kill meets what was that anime that came out a while ago where where um 
like smut and pervy stuff was forbidden. And the girl, like the girl wore panties on her head. Um, Shimomita? resistance law. I think it might have been Shimomita. Um, yeah. Was that one? And I think there was one where like the, the president of the, the class president ended up turning into a pervert. It might have been the same series. I don't remember. Yeah, it might, it might have been, yeah. <laughs> the way so I see was, it, they, they yeah, are trying to... Like, show. That's the same show. They, yeah, she won't make that, right? <laughs> yeah, that same show. So it's like they're trying to mix that with Kill a Kill, but in a terrible way. Um, Not quite. They are trying to revive the magical girl genre towards like, the new this audience, doesn't in my opinion. But here's the problem. But, How but can you failed. revive the magical girl genre if you don't confirm that magic fucking exists? Because yeah. you have Otaku, you have because you have all these normal dudes, Otaku Hero, all the rest of the Resistance Army. Everything they do and fight with is completely mundane. Nothing yep. special happens until mm-hmm. the last ten seconds of the show. And in that ten seconds, the girl that we've been watching, Anarchy who has been mm-hmm. acting like she is just a normal human girl who just happens to like shoujo shit, she mm-hmm. shows up and all of a sudden, no, she maybe is a magical girl. I don't know if we confirm this or not. And who the fuck is the little flying around fucking red dude? The fuck is that? I mean, like that is a typical so uh, of the show. magical girl genre because every magical girl genre has like a mascot beside them, right? Right, like, they all have a mascot. And, and stuff, yeah, yeah. So like I said, they are trying to revive the genre, but it failed because this is a mess. And the the long-awaited like um, transformation sequence that every magical girl um, should have is... Right, but even that, this looks like she was bad. taking off her clothes. Yeah, that is pretty bad, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I am pretty ge- generous with, with my um score right there because I really want to see this go flying, <laughs> but yeah, this is a mess. Maybe I should lower my score quite a bit. Maybe I would give it a four or something. But I love the character design. Um. Character design was cool. That, the artwork was good. That's that's why I got a two. But that can only get you so far. Other than that, yeah, everything else is just what the hell are you doing, man? Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should like clarify that people shouldn't watch this one. I don't know. I I want people to watch this one. I, I would I would not recommend this to a single damn person. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Like I mean, come on now. Uh, they fell hot. Oh my. Alright, so the next one we're doing. Right, so the sorry, the title is The Legendary Hero. The Legend. I mean, this is the wrong show. Legendary Hero is dead. dead. <laughs> oh my. Right, legendary Hero is dead, but they show it's uh, the legendary the legend of the legendary hero. The legend of legendary hero. <laughs> That's the wrong title. Yeah. That is not the title I was looking for. Yep. Let's try this one. That's the main. That's the thing I can't stand about uh, my anime list is they list all their anime by their Japanese titles, with the English as subtitles, so it does not always yeah. come up properly. Um, okay, so yeah, the legendary hero is dead. 
Okay. Far to the north of the world lies Hell's Gate, a portal formerly used by the Demon Lord to invade the human realm. Thanks to the legendary hero Shion Bladearts, wielder of Excalibur and his loyal band of companions, the gate was sealed off and the demonic threat was vanquished. Unfortunately, the seal was incomplete and has begun to weaken, allowing the demons to once again begin their attack. Worried about the safety of his village, selfish and perverted farmer Toka Scott dig pitfalls to defend against the demons. But fear not, your Shion is on his way to reseal Hell's Gate and save humanity. Or at least he was. Because the legendary hero is dead, having fallen into one of the pitfalls Toka dug. Luckily, dealing with the dead is the specialty of necromancer Henri Hainsworth. While she can't revive him, Henri can at least salvage their quest by forcing Toka's soul into Shion's rotting body and dragging him along to Hell's Gate in Shion's place. Not wanting to be left behind, Toka's childhood friend Yuna, Yuna Eunice, tags along. Together, the three of them set out as what just might be the most unsuitable party to ever try to save the world. That is, the legendary hero is dead. Okay, that is super uh, detailed for, for such a bad show. <laughs> what was your score, Ramas? I will give it a four. I hate this one. This it sucks. It got a two. It got a two. Uh, another dumpster fire, right? Oh, my. Almost. Uh, it's almost another dumpster fire. It's, like, it's such a dumb show in so many reasons. Like, you have a necromancer that can bring the dead back but can't bring the soul back into the dead body? That's that, so might, that's very unusual yeah. for necromancers. Not, not um, necromancer, we'll see. Just like a zombie type of deal, maybe. No, no, she's a necromancer. <laughs> that is that yeah. she does. Necromancers yep. can reattach souls to corpses. Yeah. But she couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my... my uh, my uh, notes are boring, overly pervy, how many misses every time the punchline hits. None of the jokes that, are funny in this show. They um, are betting on, on the edgy side. We can see that. Yep. Yeah, kind of like they, they already know that this show wouldn't fly. Yeah, but you if, you're, if your show doesn't have the substance to stand on its own, you can't rely on the edgy to do it. You have to have something decent behind it to make if you're gonna just throw etchy in there to kind of like support. Yeah, I mean the comedy bit is just oh really now, really is that what yeah. they are you know every single time they are trying to do like a comedy bit oh really now, oh my, and then comes the 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 etchy side, um okay, <laughs> um I I don't mind the etchy side of it. Um, the character design is pretty good for for being like a, a, an edgy anime, but the whole story, right. the, the whole just, premise, just, just burn. no, yeah, burn. yeah, yeah. What we start the part two with all, all the bad ones, man. <laughs> you know, again, we did not look at the list of scores and say let's rearrange this because we also can't <laughs> because we don't discuss what our scores are. Before yeah. we are telling the viewers, we, we, y'all find out what his score is. Same time I find out what the, what his score is. So we couldn't yeah. even put these in order to kind of like fix it. No, it, this is literally how we went down the list of shows. This is the order we watch them in, and this is the order you hear them. So it just happens to be that there is a lot of bad shows in the second half. 
<laughs> yeah, it is not scripted. That is not how we do that stuff, right? This, no, we this did is not how do we that work. on purpose yeah. at all. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, we can so. break the streak with the next one, I hope. Um, yeah. Next one is, Let's... I think it's called Mashley. Marshall. Marshall? Magic and Muscle. Marshall? Yeah, Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Oh, that yeah. makes so much not more Marshall. sense. Yeah, Marshall. Well, they should, they, you put a, should have put a C in there. Yeah, they right should have put a C. M-A-S-S-H-L-E. So, actually, it can't be Magic and Muscle because there's no S in either of those words. Well, not in those positions. No, the character name is Mesh. Right. But you yeah, can't Marshall, say that it's yeah. magic and muscle. Yeah, it, it is not, it's not as, magic and yeah, muscle, though. It, it is not the, the short, short for magic and muscle. That martial magic and muscle, something like that. Just Mashley, magic and muscles is the title. Yeah, Marshall. But it's yeah. still Mashley. It's not, not Mashley, Mashley. It's not Mashley. <laughs> it's not Mashley. It's Mashley. Okay, stop with the fucked up names, please. <laughs> Side yeah, they should have Bonus put a C in there. Yeah. This, this is just, 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 just go into the thing. <laughs> to everyone in this magic dominated world, the young and powerless Mash Burn Dead is a threat to the gene pool and must be purged. Living secretly in the forest, he spends every day training his body, building muscles strong enough to compete with magic itself. However, upon having his identity exposed and his peaceful life threatened, Mash begins his journey to becoming a divine visionary, a role so powerful that society would have no choice but to accept his existence. And so, in order to maintain his peaceful life, the magicless Mash enrolls in the prestigious Eastern Magic Academy, competing against the children of some of the most powerful and elite in the realm. Lacking the very skill needed to survive in Eastern Magic, Mash appears to already be at a disadvantage to his fellow classmates. In order to achieve his goals, Mash will have to fight his way through every trial using his fists alone, overcoming magic with missiles, all for the illustrious title of Divine Visionary. Mashley, magic, and muscles. What's your score? I will give it a seven, man. I will give it a seven. I gave it a seven as well. Yeah. This show is a mix of Black Clover and One Punch Man. Um, the way I see it, it, it is just like um, Rockley in another world. Eh, Rockley <sighs> isn't stupid OP though. Rockley isn't stupid OP. So and this guy pro- is stupid okay, OP. So, <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Rockley is not, but this dude is. So using yeah. all, so all my notes are written. The notes are written from first episode only. Like the premise, mm-hmm. Black Clover meets. Uh, Oh, actually, I use, so I used, uh, there's actually two good ones. Like Black Clover meets One Punch Man meets Arumakun. Arumakun, yeah. That's better. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a better yeah. one. Um, it says it does, uh, good comedy, strong contender for the final flash. Um, but it's definitely, a, 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 I've seen the second, I've seen the second and third, second episode of this one. So this bit is coming from the second episode. It's, it's Black Clover meets One Punch Man meets a Rubicon. 100%. When you watch the second episode and how things go down, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's exactly what this is. From the way I see it, it's kind of like Mob Psycho in a way. But it, it, in no, a because Mob's, you know? power is, Mob's power is uncontrollable. 
This mm-hmm. dude's just stupid. Yeah, this dude is stupid, yeah. Which but again he got, plays into he got Saitama. The he got the right, which plays into Saitama yeah. and um Asta. Ah uh, yeah. Muscle, I yeah, this is the, the the comparison is too perfect. Um mm. the comedy is gold though. Great comedy in the show. Um yep. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if we, we are looking for, forward, if we are going to watch like a comedy one, this is one of them. This is like a final container. Yeah. If we are looking for a comedy bit, other than that, the story pretty much will be like this dude will survive in like magic world, even though like she doesn't have magic at all. Kind of like like a talentless Nana or something like that, you know. Yeah, it's definitely going to be uh it's definitely a strong contender but in order to really understand the show you kind of have to watch it just yeah. because there's not a really good way to explain it there's not a lot to talk about in the first episode you just kind of yeah. have to see it to understand it yep um okay so this next one is really weird um the next one is rakuto's bad girls This is not weird. <laughs> This is just like, like uh, and old tropes, and old tropes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, old trope. This show is definitely like a '90s feeling anime. Yeah, like late '80s, early '80s. Um, yeah. So synopsis goes like this: uh, Tosuke Rokuro is a first year attending Aomori High, uh, Aomori High, a school full of delinquents. He is often bullied by his classmates due to his incompatibility with their behavior. The only exceptions being his two good friends who are also social outcasts. Frustrated at the way they are treated, the three wish they could stand up and claim the fun. Peaceful school life of their dreams. However, Tosuke's life takes a dramatic turn when he receives a package from his late grandfather containing their family heirloom. A scroll said to possess the power to save him from impending danger. Upon holding the scroll, a sudden glow emanates, leaving a strange mark on Tosuke's forehead. Thinking that he's received the means to free himself and his friends from their daily treatment, Tosuke is shocked to find out that its effects are far different than what he had imagined. Although his bullying continues, he realizes that the mark from the scroll acts as a charm, capturing the hearts of delinquent girls in particular, Rana Himawari and the strongest of them all. So that is Rokudo's Bad Girls. Essentially, the way this show shakes out is dude, dude and three friends are like the nerds of the school, full of delinquents, like like future Yakuza members, etc., etc. Um, and he gets beat up all the time. Finds the family's scroll because they used to be on Miyagi, I believe they said. Um, mm-hmm. Scroll puts a mark on his head, and yeah, basically all the bad girls. Yeah, that's all it is. And this beast of a woman, think um, Leona from Black Clover, since that's fresh in my mind. Um, <laughs> how badass she was! In fact, she looks a bit like Leona too, but a blonde. Yeah, yeah, version. quite a bit, but a lowly version. Yeah. Not lolly, but cute version, I guess. She's not a lolly at all. Yeah. Not lolly, but but oh. more 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 cute and adorable version, I guess. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. Just a lion of a woman shows up, and she's like taking out dudes, and then she's instantly captured by his spell, and then mm. yeah, that's where the show takes off. Um, this is just this? like like an old harem anime where the main character is very weak and this guy always being protected by the harem girls i guess right 
that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Kind of like in Tenchi Muyo quite a bit. Right. No, kind of no, because Tenchi fought. On, she did fight on his own. Yeah, this guy tried to fight on his own as well. Yeah, that's <laughs> as well. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but this is an old anime troops. Um, if you guys are new in, into anime, this is how it, it is done back in the old days. So I, I don't mind this kind of anime. But there's nothing really, what do you call it, unique or like interesting about it so far? Other than this guy like pretty much use a love spell towards all the bad girls in a way. Yeah. So I I, I, um, I don't think that their love towards him is genuine, you know? I, I, I want to see when the like, spell just uh, one off what will happen to this guy right that is yeah. the main goal of this show i guess so yeah i will give it like like a six out of ten um it is not bad it's just like, like an old anime vibe in this modern age how about you yeah i have to give it i i, I gave the show a two uh, no, no, no. Rakuto Backgirls, I give it a six. No, I give it a six. I give it a six. Wow. <laughs> Everything's, you know, Everything's a two on this list. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one got a six. Um, specifically, my notes for this one, old school 90s vibe with the art and story type. History, interesting, but would need at least one more episode to really decide if it was going to be good or not. Um, one thing I will say with this art style is I hate the main female so far um when she's like fierce i'm like okay what like i'm like okay she's supposed to look kind of like that when they try to make her cutesy she looks uglier and i don't um, understand what why yeah i agree i mean i don't like the art style because um the way they put like the outline uh over the eyes right right so like it goes over yeah. the hair yep um, the outline is just too too much, I guess, um, on, on the iPad um, and over the air. I mean, it, it has like the 90s vibe. Um, that is how it, it is done back then. But like everybody got wingtip. Everybody, yeah, everybody got wingtip eyeliner on. Which is yeah. like, no. Even the dudes. Even the dudes, yeah. The, that, that is what bothering me. <laughs> I mean... Is like um, what do you call that? An option, I guess. What do you mean it's an option? Not not an option. I I don't know what is the word. Um, th- there's a word for it. Right. Word. <laughs> but I, I, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost, man. I'm I'm lost. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. What do you? What, in what regards, man? In what regards? Um. It is the creator's choice to to do those kind of arts, I guess. Oh, artistic license. Yeah, 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 that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's called artistic license. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they definitely took some license with it, too. Yeah. Other than so that, um, everything is, is okay, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely got, it even changed a little bit of heart. Because um, when he was like, when he was gonna try to use her to to stop him from getting his butt kicked, 
But he saw yeah. that she got beat up because, and mind you, all the girls have to follow his orders pretty much. Like they yeah. do it because they love him. But like mm-hmm. he told her, don't fight at all. Like so she just she took yep. ass with him. And he was gonna yeah. use her to get him out of a fight. And he's like, I can't do that, considering that she would she's she's doing what I told her. I can't let her get beat down like that. And then I take the easy way out. So they're showing a little I mean, heart so far. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's good. I mean, thank God they didn't show us um, the girl was beaten up by yeah someone else, right? Mm-hmm. If, if they show us that, I mean, I I will start to hate the the main character from the first episode. But yeah, um, it's okay. It's okay. It's an okay show. So we're having a bit of a problem mm-hmm. because the next show is Summoned to Another World the second time, right? Yeah. I can't show. find that show on my anime list. Being <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Swear every freaking time. Um, can you type Nidomi? Type in what? Nidomi um means second time in Japan. You have to spell it, man. N I D O M E. Oh, a few of those. Uh, Nidome Shokan. There we go. Right. Yeah, there you go. Lamar <laughs> saves the day. Yeah, sure. I swear to God, if it was because of that, I would be so pissed. So I typed in Summon to Another World a second time. The title is Summon to Another World for a second time. So it didn't show up. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a terrible search engine. That's terrible searching. All right. Yeah. Not just for the show. There was once a man summoned to another world and saved it. Of course, he became too popular there and turned into an isekai normie. However, that man fell into a trap and was forcibly returned to his original world. Moreover, he had to start over as a baby. This is the story of the way too fantastic ex-hero who lived as a gloomy high school as he gets summoned once again to that same other world in a very unexpected development. That's summoned to another world for a second time. Um, so I will say, well, let's let's do scores first, and then we'll address that synopsis. Um, what did you give this one? I would give it a seven. Um, I think this is a great adventure anime, since uh, this uh, main character still has his um, power from where he left off. I guess. I gave this one an eight. All right. Um, as I put it, it's a rare double isekai with mm-hmm. the group element, so like the whole class showed up. Um, yep. But of course, he goes off with a wolf, like we, like we, like they do. Um, and then it's very interesting. It was very interesting show. So I was watching this one with anticipation. The thing that I caught in the synopsis here that's not correct, and it says that he was returned to his original world. He wasn't. Yeah. So this is not a, a when, world, yeah. Well, no, no, no. So the way this, so the way that they describe it here is that he fell into a trap and was forcibly returned to his original world, but he had to start over as a baby. The world we see him in in the beginning of the episode is not his original world. When we see him come back to this world in the first episode, he says, "I was sent to a different world than where I started." So technically, he's been to three worlds. He showed up from he showed up from his original world to this one, and then from this one 
to where we saw him in the beginning of the first episode, and then he gets summoned back to this world. So he has so, never gone home. So a so-called like real world where he was um, summoned with his classmate and stuff, that is the second world, right? He was born as a baby with a childhood friend. Ah, yo, he he's really not in like his real world or original world at yeah, all. He's never I gone guess. back to his original world. Wow. Um, honestly, though, <laughs> this show—I love everything about this show. Like, mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of perviness to it in the first episode. There's just one ass slap. The seat, the chair thing was weird. The chair thing was weird. Yeah, but. I think this that, was done right, despite all of that, right? Agree. Agree. Yeah. I think the show is done incredibly well. Um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see where they take it. Um, I've already watched episode two and episode three. Um, so far, the character design is still... great. Um, the power system, I never saw much of that. But There's from the no of description it, of power systems yet. Yeah. There's no power this week up yet. Other than they, they are training like magic, magical stuff for, for the girls, I guess. Or whoever yeah, has the affinity of magic. Where, yeah. Right. And I think that's the thing that makes him not completely OP is he's terrible at magic. Yep. They but need the support of their team. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. from the first episode, he make... wants to go on alone, on a journey alone, right? And left their. Yeah. Yeah, their group behind to protect the kingdom or something. So, yeah, this is interesting. This is, is, is an interesting adventure anyway, in my opinion. This is, was done right, I guess. Um, is this a, a contender for a final flash for you? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. So, once, we're, once we finish the last, uh, the last of the 16 here, I'll go mm-hmm. over my three or four highest rate, probably my three highest. And then mm-hmm. you can tell me your three highs, and then we'll go. We'll decide final from there. All right. or, or who knows, may have another showdown. Yeah, I don't want to do you that. You sound but... so enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that again. Um, yeah, but sure. <laughs> that was, that was good. It was easy. It was easy, but yeah. We need to watch that like back to back, you know. So, yeah. All that right. wasn't that. <laughs> All right, moving right along, we have another show that is just like bonkers. Uh, this is Dead Mount Death Play. It's a showdown bonkers. for the ages as legendary hero takes on the corpse god necromancer. But when the death settles, something isn't quite right. In the final moments of the epic confrontation, the Corpse God's final gambit shot was wholly unexpected. Reincarnation magic. Across space and time, a boy named Pokashinamaya awakens feeling not quite himself. Who could have expected that the climactic battle between good and evil would turn out like this? Deadmount, death play. What is your score, sir? I don't know what to give it, really. Um, six, four, and nope. five, maybe. Yeah. What? Yeah. First of all, um, okay, give it your score first. This was another eight for me. Wow. 
Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah, I right. love that first episode so much. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go over why you didn't like it, and then I'll talk about why I did like it. All right. So, first of all, I, I think the animation looks a bit ugly. Um, I, I'm a little bit confused at first, but all right, now I know. Um, I, I thought the, the main hero becomes like, or like was sent to, to the another world, but instead it, it is the cops got in himself. I don't know what is his purpose of fighting or what is his goal in life, really. Um, other than that, um, the, the, the fight or the, um, the, uh, the encounter between the assassin girl and stuff, that, that is pretty good. In my opinion, what um, well, so far the story is confusing at best. Okay, so I have to disagree 100% with the art with the art style. I love mm-hmm. this art style. I absolutely love, love the way it looks. I love the fight scenes. This um, is a typical Mappa art style, you know. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, I enjoy it 100%. All right. Um, now, as far as the switch that they pulled on us. I actually mm-hmm. liked that switch because I had the same feeling. It's like, oh, the hero got reincarnated. He reincarnated the hero so he can so he can win the battle. No, like I love the bait and switch they pulled with that, and the fact that he was the one that got reincarnated. I thought that was fantastic. Um, okay. Everything about the show so far has just been amazing for me. Um, the fight scene with the assassin was great, and the fact that when he found, like, of course he got Isekai. So you're thinking, okay. Um, uh, devil's apart, timer, no magic in this world. He's powerless. All of a sudden, no, he finds dead souls to yeah, fuel his there's magic. There's a place, yeah, there. There's a place full of dead so pretty much like a torture chamber right. or something. Like a grave, yeah. And that just, <laughs> that just like, oh no, I'm back, bitch. And it just yeah, murked her in maybe. one shot. And then yeah. immediately after murking her, he's like, don't play dead with me. And then realizes, oh, oh shit, yeah, I that comedy her. bit. That comedy bit, yeah. Right at the end, right? After credit show, I guess. It was good. It was good. Um, <laughs> oh, she's honestly, dead. <laughs> so my notes for this... Oh, yeah, she's dead. Okay. Um, very, so my notes for this were just very interesting premise, bringing death magic to our world, initially tricking us to think the hero got reincarnated. All great stuff. I've wa- I checked out another episode on it, and it just gets more in-depth, and a new element comes into play, and it's just like, yes, I can't wait to see where this goes. So, yeah, this one definitely got an 8 out of 10 for me. I was so hyped. All right. All right. Yeah, for me, I, I don't know where they are headed with, with this um, um show, to be honest with you. um What is his goal and stuff? um Did the hero... He tells um, you. He tells you what his goal is. He wants to be free or something? No, he it? just wants a peaceful life. He wants a peaceful life. Is that it? Is that really it? I think that's, like he wants to like, like he's trying to seek revenge or something, you know? No, okay, so they actually do go deeper into his backstory in episode two, so you oh get a better my. understanding of who he is. But did you that watch being episode said, two? You his, know, his goal, mm-hmm. well, yeah, you know, once you watch episode two, you understand what his true backstory is, but it's more about. Um, what he tells you in, in episode one, he want he wanted a peaceful life, but how he gets that is what's important. So 
trust me, they 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 give you they give you what you're asking for. Um, but, but you'll but hear it in it. season episode two. It's not in the first episode. They tell you what he wants in the first episode. They expand upon it in the second episode. And it does a better job of explaining who he is and how he came to who he was. And that's only in episode two. So. Oh, my. All right. But like, like, like we said before, we cannot judge things um, other than the first episode only, right? So it's only my, in the first episode. So yeah. Scores, yeah. yeah, score stands because that's what's in the first episode. That's fair. Um, but yeah, for me, definitely a high contender, but we'll have to see where you shape up. Um, so going on to the next one, we've got Sacrificial Princess and the King of Beasts. 100 years ago, there was a great war between humanity and beast kind. Once the war ended, an annual tradition was proposed where a female sacrifice would be taken from the humans to be eaten by the King of Beasts. This tradition continues on as the 99th sacrifice. 15-year-old Seraphie is taken from her village to the kingdom of Osmargo, a miasma-filled realm where beasts live and human entry is forbidden. But Seraphie is not like the previous sacrifices. Her optimism and lack of fear towards the beast and her fate surprises the, other, the otherwise fearsome king. Intrigued by the, superficial prin- the sacrificial princess and her history, he allows her to freely roam around the kingdom until the night of revelation, in spite of potential outrage. Little does Seraphie and the king know, their short time spent together was, has slowly set the stage for something unimaginably different for the future of Osmargo. Sacrificial Princess and the King of Beasts. Um, I gave this show a seven. Give it a six. Um, is, this, is this just like like a Beauty and the Beast kind of deal? Um, I was actually thinking, what was what was the show we watched last season with the Red Demon and the girl where she gave her eyes? Which one, man? <laughs> Which one? That's pretty damn descriptive, bro. Uh, I don't remember what what you're talking about here. Um, and make me go to Google. The demon give this girl an oh um the tale of outcast. Yes, tale of outcast. This one yeah. was giving me strong tale of outcast vibes. Hundred um, percent. This is so different, man. It's very different. But it's very similar. Yeah. Two lonely people or lonely creatures finding one another and then make and then forging on together. Yeah, I mean, or the female, female character female. is pretty much the same. It's, it's yeah. similar. It's, yeah, the girl is pretty similar. much the same. Yeah. <laughs> very depressing, sad life. Meets an ultra powerful, like, beast type person. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. Um, but but in the tale of Outcast, the, the, girl, the girl becomes blind and yeah, they go on an adventure together. In this one, it's just like um, this girl doesn't know um, or doesn't have any goal in life, I guess. She doesn't care about her own life because uh, she was only yeah. made to be. She realized that she was meant to be a sacrifice. Yep. So, so yeah, she just doesn't care about um, it. I mean, I could see this being good. It's not really my cup of tea. You know, I'm not super into the romance stuff. Yeah, I'm into rom com, but this is like a serious romance, I guess. Quite a bit. And from the looks of it, she's she looks 13, <laughs> not 15. 
anime. You can't really tell them between 13 and 15. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but she, from the art style, she, she's pretty much like a child. And they're making her a queen right away. So, uh, okay. Uh, all right. Let's move on. <laughs> Before it gets really weird. Just for the record, this is the show. You made me drop Megumin <laughs> to do a first flash for. Okay? <laughs> I want everyone to understand this. <laughs> you made me drop Megumin for this show. Just so we're clear. <laughs> the last yes, thing to show, review Megumin regardless. You know, we don't have to do a first flash of it. That's not the point, sir. Oh, <laughs> the point of this the first question is, is that we are going to pick one. Yes, right? we are. To do a final review yes, we are. of it. We have done it before. We knew what show was getting picked. We knew what show was getting reviewed. We still put it in the first flash. So, let me get to my synopsis. Accept your punishment like a man. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> this show is Yuri is My Job. Life appears promising for Hime Shiraki, a girl with good grades, a flawless reputation, and a cute face to top it all off. As long as she can keep up with her picture-perfect facade, she will be able to accomplish her dream, to be loved by everyone and become the trophy wife of a billionaire. On a day like any other, Hime slips down a flight of stairs and lands on top of Mai Mikoshiba, injuring the latter's arm. It turns out that Mai is the manager of a cafe, and the injury will make work impossible for her. It is decided that while Mai recovers, Hima will have to replace Mai at the cafe lead, which boasts an all-girls academy theme. Despite causing Mai's injury, Hime is accepted by the other staff members, with the, ex- expect- with the exception of one girl who seems to hate her for reasons unknown. Hime becomes terrified that this girl has seen her past has seen past her facade, which reminds her of a troubling event in her past. That is Yuri is my job. What score did you give this show, sir? Um, I will give it a six. Don't tell me you give it a two. I didn't give it a two. All right. So what's your score? This show got a fucking one. Wow. 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 Straight up, don't I hate it. I hated everything about this show. The oh, you are not into involved. Yuri, huh? You are not into Yuri I, stuff. I don't huh? have a problem with Yuri. I don't have a problem with Yuri. This is solely based on the show itself. I have no, okay. I, I, have, I, I have no issue with Yuri. I apparently mm-hmm. have no issue with with Yaoi these days, since we don't mm-hmm. watch fucking State the Infinity and Banana Fish. So yeah, I don't really uh-huh. care anymore. But <laughs> the really show was just terrible. It's terrible. I hated the characters. I didn't give a fuck about the background of, I just want to be a billionaire's trophy wife. All of, oh my God, all of it was so annoying. Like, no, just no, absolutely not. If you tried to make me watch this, I I would quit the podcast tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is some declaration over there, man. 
<laughs> I don't think this is that terrible though. This is not that bad. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> what made you give it a six? Okay, first of all, this is like a traditional Yuri stuff, right? Like we have watched this countless times before, like in Assault Lily Bouquet and some other Yuri stuff that we have watched before. Yeah. This is the same premise. Um other than that, um the fact that they are putting an egg in a like um cafe's um concept cafe, I guess. It's kinda of like a made cafe, but this totally in like Yuri theme, I guess. So everyone in, in there putting up a, a character. So they are not their real self to say, I guess. And that is what makes it interesting in my opinion. So I, I want to bring it back to like a real life. So I'm not really into the um food and beverages um kind of um industry. So I have never worked in the as a waiter anywhere or in a restaurant or whatnot. So I would like to know right. if people do people like put put up putting up an egg uh, towards their colleague while they are working oh, absolutely. in in those absolutely why you you pretend you, you okay the whole reason is you put up an act like and not everyone does it you put a facade up a, up a facade and you've uh, never worked customer service have you no okay that explains it anyone yeah. who works customer service knows we have two voices we have our customer service voice and we have our normal okay. voice customer service mm-hmm. voice is so that we don't get fired if you work in the food industry, your customer service <laughs> voice, at least in the States, because tipping is the thing here, you use you have that voice because you get more tips. That is the thing. Oh. That's why. Because okay. you don't want to get fired and we need money. <laughs> so trust me, very different things. Like you've heard me on this podcast where you get me hyped and I will cuss like a sailor. Is it required of me? No. Passionate about it and shit comes out. Yes, if I'm at work and using customer service voice, where well, I don't sound like this, I sound more. Let's see if I let's see if I can do it. It's been ah, years yeah. since I've been in customer service. Please, please demo it for me. Yeah, so, please demo it for us. Hi, thank you for calling Shitake Podcast. How can I be of assistance today? That is my you customer sound, service voice. You sound the same. No, 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 no. Listen to how I talk. Okay. So when I talk with you, like when I talk with you normally, I am, let's see how to put this. There's a lot more <laughs> emphasis and passion in my voice. And you you obviously miss the fact that I have words coming out of my mouth about every other sentence, just on average. In customer <laughs> service speak, your voice has to be much more pleasing and level toned. So that customers can really easily understand you and don't get offended by anything you say. Now you notice there's a bit more of an upbeat kind of sound to my voice when I'm talking like this. It's because it's less threatening to customers. And me being a giant black man, you have to add in the non-threatening bit. Oh. Trust me. But, I was, but that I was is just action. changing I, your I voice, my... right? Not not putting an act, right? No, it's absolutely an act because you have to behave a certain way regardless of how you feel that day. That's the thing. When people say 
And that's the, that's the thing that pisses off a lot of people who work in customer service when they say that customer service does not is not skilled labor. Wow. It is a skill. It is absolutely a skill. a skill not to cuss somebody out because you're yeah, having you have a bad to hold, day hold back. Yeah, you're, you're, you're side. Yeah. So we are experts at controlling our emotions. That means that we have to smile, put on a happy face, be inviting and welcoming and kind and helpful at all times. It is absolutely about changing your personality to fit into the moment when you're with a customer. Anyone who works in customer service, especially food service, knows this. Like um, Nate, when she, when they were on the podcast, um, they worked at they worked at Starbucks. Absolutely, their their personality flips because you have to be that kind, upbeat, peppy person, making sure you get your coffee in the morning and you're happy and all that shit. Absolutely, it's a per, it's a full on act when they're at work. They don't act the same at work as they do at home. So back to the topic. This is what makes the show like really interesting to me because I'm not really into that. Um, I've never been in in that kind of industry before. So I would like to know where this is going. If it, this is really true or not, I would like to get their um, opinion or their take on this show and stuff. That is what makes it this show interesting. That's why I give it like a six. Not I, because I of the Yuri stuff, but, but I, I would like to know myself why. Why people put it put, put yeah. up an egg and not them their self, I guess. Well, while they are working. Because you get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I live this. Trust me, I live that life. I live that life for. I am 37 this year. I've been working since I was 16. I lived mm. that life for 20, 21 years. Yeah. Sorry, 19 years. I've been out two years. I lived that customer service life for 19 years. Trust me, I don't need to see it portrayed on TV. I know what it is. I've been there. <laughs> it's well, tough. For, I've been food service and customers. I've been for, for, for half of the population of in the world. They, they never know about this. You know, it's kind of like a trade secret, right? Kind of, right? right? Which is why, which is why, if you talk to any person who's worked in customer or, and or food service, food service especially, we advocate. And if we have, if we control the world, every single person would have to spend a year in customer service before they're allowed to go into their normal jobs. <laughs> every one of them. Because then you would understand oh, your actions when you are acting like an asshole inside of a food joint. Because like I was saying, I've been bitched out over cream cheese on a bagel that cost 25 cents because it wasn't enough. And you felt slagged and upset this morning. You have been up since two in the morning making this goddamn bagel. I don't care if you are unhappy with the amount of cream cheese you got. <laughs> I don't. I could care less. But I have to yep. pretend that I care. Because I need my job. Yeah. All right. So I mean, this, shows, this is a great discussion no topic, though. This is a great discussion <laughs> topic. I, I would like to elaborate <laughs> more on this. Understand, if you want to understand the life the work of the the service industry person we can do a short talk on that but yes why not points for, 
Yeah. That's fine. I'm down to do that. But this show gets no yeah. points for it. Yeah. Okay. If you hate it, that that's fine. But for me, it is an interesting take on our our daily life or real life job occupation that most people have. Like most people that don't have money have to deal with, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, before we, before we yeah. dive off that topic, you do this too. You know that, right? Um, you don't do it as often, but you do. When your boss comes down that you don't know on a casual basis, do you act like your normal self or do you put on an act? Uh, I don't put up an act. A boss that, the boss that you don't know. Yeah, same. Yeah, I find that suspicious. I just, yeah, I just don't care. If I have work, I, I, I do my work. If I don't have work, I just sleep or whatever. So you'll be asleep at your desk if your boss is coming down. Yeah. See, that's that. That's some corporate bullshit. No, you, not corporate bullshit. No, no, no. I said that's corporate bullshit. I say it's okay. normal. So I said it's corporate bullshit. Because if you, if, if. <laughs> Man, if a district manager or a corporate executive came down to a store level and saw that mm. shit, we'd be fired on the spot. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I work in a government. I'm a civil servant, so maybe it's a bit. That's right. Relaxed, you're a government employee. Yeah. <laughs> no, government employee—they got different rules. It's so fucking yeah. hard to fire a government employee. No, you got yes. different rules. Never mind. That's yes. You don't know. Mm. That that is why I don't know about like the food industry and stuff. What why people put up an act and that, yeah, this is an interesting topic. I would like to dig up more, dig in more to this topic. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, yeah, we will try to have people in in, in the podcast and uh, yeah, try to discuss it. I guess. So that 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 is the number sixteen of of our um first flash, right? That is number sixteen. Yeah. That's so it. wow. All, 16. <laughs> all right. We need to go over top three scores. Mm. Yeah. What are your sure. top? Um, in no particular order at all that I really want to watch this season. Uh, which one was it again? All right. First of all, um, my home hero. And then uh, I got cheat skill. Um, what is the other one? Oh, heavenly Did delusion. You have a list? Yeah, heavenly delusion. <laughs> heavenly delusion, really? <laughs> yeah. We have no overlap. Heavenly delusion, and I got cheat skill. So mine was Dead Mount Death Boy. Mm-hmm. Summon to another world, second time. All right. And uh, technically, cheat skill because I'm pretty sure I switched those scores. So I guess yeah. cheat skill will be our will be our final flash this season. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, we can roll with it that. So, uh, yeah, we can go with that. But it feels really unsatisfying, right? <laughs> See, you want it. You want a head-to-head battle. That's, that's what you want. Um. Since we do like one of this thing, pick another one, right? Oh, do it. Do another one? Yeah. There are no other ones that we both score high enough. 
I mean, we do agree about the um, summon to another uh, second time. We do agree on that one. Yeah. All right, we can. So we're going double isekai. Should we? I oh, know we agree. Wait. Yeah, we're doing double isekai. Yeah. Want to do double isekai? All right, double isekai. <laughs> oh my! Let's All go. Right, <laughs> because like one is like a different premise. Um, where this guy was bullied and tried to gain his confidence back. And another one is like a typical adventure is a guy, right? So it is two really different kind of genre, I guess. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Let's do two Final Flash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we're doing two Final Flash this season, folks. Ooh. It is one of those again. We do two of these things. All right. Right. If you agree with our choice of Final Flash, um, please do hit us up on our social media. We are at Stacky Podcast anyway, I guess. But if you don't agree with us, uh, if you want to like um, veto us on our <laughs> on our pick here, you can also do that. Please uh, tell us why we are wrong, why we shouldn't watch these two anime, I guess. Maybe we will like um reconsider our choices again i don't know um be the judge so i guess that's it that is the end of part two of first flash marathon of spring 2023 anime um if you like what you heard here please give us a like give us a follow and give us a rating on whatever platform that you listen this podcast on um so for our fun fm next week what are we going to watch next shannon Oh, what the hell is the name of the show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching uh, Senri Shoujo. We are watching uh, Senri Shoujo or Senri Girl um, next week. It, it is a part of the uh, our question of the week kind of challenge, I guess. <laughs> um, a couple episodes back. About, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. A couple weeks back. It, um, yeah, it's kind of a challenge because we pretty much have no anime uh, to watch, I guess. No. <laughs> so we decided, like, pick something at random from the CBR um, anime list. That sucks. But we will see um, if the show <laughs> survives the um, Shannon's friend, I guess. Um, other than that, um, we'll see you next week. <laughs> if you have any comment or suggestion regarding our show or any of our future show, you can always hit us up on the interweb. Where can people find us on the interweb, Shannon? Like always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Shitake Podcast, or drop us an email at shitakepodcast at gmail.com. All right. Um, we'll end it there. Um, so let's say it with me now, Shannon. Um, Shitake. Shitake.